Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. C T O O Z Z Y Y W W O O M M B B Pocket Pocket. I'm Shan. I'm Aria. Say Ari. Ari. <laughs> Welcome to Cozy Room Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Cozy Room. My name is Shan. I'm the mom of two, and I do what I do in my way. Um, if you're new. Hey, if you're a frequent listener, what's up, fam? I appreciate all of you. I don't care where you live, where you come from, how often you listen. If you just listen every once in a while, I appreciate it. Uh, What really sparked this episode today is my five-year-old asking me a question. Anya, we were riding, pick her up for school, and the other day she asked me, Mom, what's good hair? So as soon as she asked it to me, I was like, man, so many things flowed in my mind, like my own experiences with hair, um, my cousin's experiences with hair, society stigmas, and I said, dang, they got my baby already. (laughs) Like I thought it was going to happen like a little bit later, like in elementary school or middle school, but it's happening now, so... You know, to me, hair is hair, whether it's straight, curly, wavy, or kinky. I believe they all can be beautiful when the hair is healthy. Uh, Hair can always be creative. It could be a creative statement for most people. And at times it could be controversial, uh, depending on what statement is made about the hair, what the hairstyle is called, um, and what stigmas come with it and what people accept. Um, What do you say when your kid asks you, mom, what's good hair? And I say, good hair is healthy hair. So my response to her was, Anya, good hair is healthy hair. And um, she was like, well, what does that mean? And I said, it's when anyone takes care of their hair and their hair is growing and it's shiny and it's clean and um, the hair could be straight, the hair could be curly, the hair could be um, in braids, the hair could be short, the hair could be long. So I just went through like different variations of hair so she can understand that it's not just one thing. And in society, unfortunately for people of color, our hair is, um, it comes with like a lot of society stigmas here in the U.S., whereas it's, you know, somewhere in the islands or somewhere in Canada or somewhere in Africa or somewhere in London, maybe it's not the same thing. Maybe it's something different. Maybe there's nothing, maybe it's just hair. But here in the US, because I live here, 
that's what I can speak on. And when it comes to curly hair, it comes with a stigma of, you know, maybe your parents and your grandma saying, you can't go outside like that because your hair is out and you just washed it and you uh, conditioned it and it's just out and it just looks so big. And it's just like the first thing people see when they see you and it's just too much. And society tells you it's too much and you're doing a lot right now. Please calm down your hair because I don't know how to handle it. So it has to be wrong. And that's wrong. That's wrong for you to not be able to adjust to someone being different. And I will never tell either one of my children that, hey, you can't go outside with your hair out. Like right now, my five-year-old has never had her hair out and went outside. One, she hates to have her hair out. Like let's say at night, I wash her hair and I condition it and I dry it and it's out in the house. She'll come with the comb and brush and say, are you going to comb my hair? And I'll tell her, no, I'm not combing your hair. I'll comb it tomorrow. And she was like, but I want you to comb my hair. It's like, she's so uncomfortable with her hair out because I always have her hair either in twists or I always have her hair in two puffs or I always have her hair like pulled back in some type of style and it's never worn out. And it's not because I don't want her hair wore out, like just in, you know, not tied up in anything, not twisted. It's because her hair is very curly. And when you brush it out, it gets really, really big. And um, I just remember when I was younger and I was a little girl and my hair was combed out, brushed out. It was really, really big. When it was hot, it made me really, really hot. People like to play in it. And because I can't be with her, and she's not old enough to tell people to stay out her hair and people stay out her hair when I'm not around and I can't trust the people that's around her to do so, I make sure her hair is in a style. But now it's kind of like it's working against me because she's not even comfortable wearing her hair out. I wore my hair out a lot when I was younger because um, I was kind of like tomboyish, wasn't really girly. Um, I love to like wash my hair, condition it and throw it up into like a curly um, puff. I love to just wear my hair out and have like a bandana tied around the front. Um, call it like a wash and go. Like I love that. And um, even in high school, I love to do that. In college, I love to do that. That was one of my favorite things about having long hair is being able to wash it and condition it and throw it up in like a ponytail or whatever and not care because I love like my wavy hair my curly hair um, when I didn't straighten it but to straighten my hair because one it was relaxed so I'd use a relaxer um, I would have to wash it condition it dry it blow dry it with the comb on the dryer um, part it in the section straighten it with a straightener wrap it in the morning unwrap it and it's just it's just such a process and th that's just me doing it when i go to the hair salon it's it's like six hours and as an adult i want to say when i was 21 i got my first haircut like official like first haircut on my own my mom wasn't there i went to my hairdresser and she sat there and she looked at me and she said 
are you sure you want to cut your hair? And I said, yes. Like, it takes so much of my time with this hair that people don't understand. Like, people love to say, oh, I never met, you know, a black girl with so much of her own hair that's really long and pretty. I'm just like, okay. Like, why does that have to be, why do I have to be singled out because of my hair? And I, um... I just wanted people to be like, okay, that's Chantal. There goes Chantal. No matter what my hair looked like, no matter what I was wearing, no matter what was different on me, that's Chantal. And um, I didn't like that people always um, would ask me, is that yours? I didn't like that people would always like maybe touch my hair if I went to like concerts with a group of friends and some of them I didn't know. The women would like touch my hair, I'm like, oh, your hair is pretty. But the way that they're like touching on my hair or pulling on my hair, they're pulling it to see if it's going to move, to see if it's a wig, to see if it's a track. And they're feeling just like, and I knew that's what they were doing. But to me, it was kind of like, girl, go ahead and get your feelings hurt. Because I'm telling you verbatim, yes, this is all of my hair and you're going to feel that it's all of my hair. And it's kind of like, for other brown and black women when they see that a woman has her real hair and it's long and it's pretty and it's healthy it's kind of like damn she has a one-up on me dang that's something i can't take from her because that is her so ooh, she's better in that way and it's kind of like it doesn't have to be that it doesn't have to be that it's not no inner competition out here and i tell my hairdresser i said yes cut it my hair was like my, I want to say where my elbow is in the middle of my back length. And I cut my hair. I had like um, one side like cut short and the other side was like an asymmetrical, a little bit longer towards the front of my face. And I remember going to my mom's house that weekend and she looked at me and she didn't say anything and she just went in the basement. And when I went down the basement, she was on the sewing machine and she said, so what else did you do that's new for your birthday? I said, I, I got this and I showed her my wrist and it was my first tattoo. And she was like, does that come off? I said, no. And I think my mom's shock was because my hair has always been my mother's project since I was, I want to say, four years old. Like, my mom would do my hair the night before I had to go to school, the night before um, Sunday morning for church. She would uh, take me to the hairdressers. I would be in there for six hours. She would take me um, to wherever they had to do a style she couldn't do because she couldn't braid. Um, She would do my hair Sunday afternoons before high school. Like My mom and my hair, it was kind of like another sibling I had, my hair. And it it just took so much. And I'm just like, it's just hair to me. Like, I love my hair long. I love my hair short. I love my hair in the middle. Even right now, my hair is like in its natural state, no relaxer, like no dye. It's just um, like like short, 
and um curly there's no no style to it i stopped going to my barber i was like ah i think i'm just gonna grow my hair back out now and he was like are you sure and i'm just like yeah he kind of hates it because i'm not coming in like i'm not i stopped going in for shape ups and i just wash and i deep condition my hair and i just let it grow you know hopefully by the end of this month it'll grow to the point where i can go get um some braids but for the most part i don't know what the next adventure is for my hair but i love my hair either way it is and when your hair is curly um and your skin is brown or black or dark people may assume oh your parents must be white or your daddy must be this or where you from and that where you from is not because they really want to know where you're from they really want to know what your parents look like in order for you to look like this or your hair to be a certain way. And it, it's just, it's like a, does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I just hate that that comes with our hair and us looking a, a certain way. And they think that people will come up to you and be like, oh, you think you're better than me or you think you're better than us because your hair is this. And it's just like, no, I don't. And anytime anyone comes up to you and says, oh, you think you're, no. That's a insecurity that they're having within themselves where they think that you are better than them. It's always a mirror effect on that statement. And I hate it so much. You know, there's like, different alphabet and numbers for what type of hair you have, whether it's 3A hair or 3B hair or 4 type 4 hair or 4B or 4C or it's just, a, it's a whole world in this hair thing. You know, even when it comes to like wavy hair girls, um, let's say for instance, you have type 4 hair, right? The more defined your hair is, then the letters start to come in. So it, Type 4A will be like more defined curls. So there's a way for you to treat and take care of type 4A hair. If you have type 4B hair, that means your pattern and how your curls are are not very defined. So you will be 4B. So it's just a lot if you want to really find out how to manage and how to treat and how to have healthy hair for your type of hair, there's a whole world where you can figure that out. And I don't feel like one type of hair is better than the next because growing up and being around girls and being in school and being at work and just being social, you find that if someone has curly hair, they wish their hair was straight. If somebody has wavy hair, they wish their hair was more curly. Nobody is ever like, comfortable and happy with their natural state of hair and when you meet people that are comfortable and happy with their natural state of hair they are so open and happy with themselves and confident and just more free-spirited and it's just way better and don't get me wrong I have lots of friends who have natural hair, no relaxers, no straighteners, no nothing. And they would rather just have their hair in braids, their real hair in braids, and wear wigs or um, get a weave sewn in because taking care of natural hair as a black or brown woman is time consuming. 
because there's a lot of treatments that go into it. And if you want to switch it up and you don't like everything being the same, you can switch it up by switching your wig. Or in the summer, they might get their hair braided more often. So it's up to that girl on how she wants her hair to look. Like there's options out here. If you have kinky hair, you might get the stigma of, oh, we need to do something about your hair for the workplace, quote unquote. And that shouldn't be. Like there is nobody that would make me cut off my locks if I had locks. And if I took my child to any school and they were like, she can't have locks, you guaranteed she's going to a new school. Oh, you know, you're into that natural look. Oh, okay. When you say that, that's rude, that's disrespectful. If you don't have nothing nice to say and you can't say it in a nice way, then don't say it. Rule number one, don't you ever feel comfortable touching another person's hair. If they did not say, please go ahead, touch it, don't touch it. Don't invite yourself to someone else's hair. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it's your first time seeing somebody's hair like that. Observe from afar. Keep your comments to, to yourself if they're negative. Your hair is ugly and nappy. A lot of people with kinky hair, they may get that. I feel like that's rude and disrespectful. Keep that to yourself. Hot combs, society boxes, relaxers, society's boxes. If you don't want to have your hair straightened with chemicals and, you know, the odds of burning your scalp every four to six weeks, you don't have to. Like a lot of ways that black and brown people are treated here in the U.S. are negative. And when it comes to women's hair um, and men's hair in a workplace is looked at in a negative manner. And when it comes to women's hair in the U.S., Period. A lot of the products and the looks that are pushed to us are with negative results as far as long-term with the chemicals that are used, with the damage that it may do to our hair long-term, with the over-processing. So I feel like I want to push having and being proud of my natural hair. My children, I will never get their hair relaxed. I will never get them perms. I will never force them to get their hair hot combed. Like, I'm not doing it. If you have straight hair, people may say, oh, your hair is only pretty because you have a relaxer, that creamy crack or a straight. Or maybe that girl that's also considered quote unquote black Maybe her hair is just straight. My hair, my mom's hair is straight. Like she really doesn't need a relaxer. She really doesn't need a hot comb to it. It's very thin, lightweight, and straight. And it's three different colors. It's dark at the front, like a dark brown, medium brown in the middle, to the right, to the back, it's like a reddish brownish color. And then her grays come in sporadically around the edges of the front of her hair. Everybody's hair is different. My hair is thick and like a dark, dusty brown. And because I really don't like the dark, dusty brown that it is, 
I get my hair dyed jet black every once and again because that's what I like. But for now, that's as far as it's going as far as what am I doing to my hair. But I don't hate my hair. Like, you don't have to get chemicals put in your hair. You could go ahead and go to a hairdresser and get a silk press if your hair is natural and get it trimmed. Like, there's so many ways to be proud of the hair that you have. You just have to learn to block out society's ideas of what you should do. Be proud of the hair you have. Stop! There's more! Stop! There's more! 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 Do was to go over ways to have healthy hair, regardless of what type of hair you have. Because, like I said before, I believe any type of hair can be good hair. You just have to know how to take care of your hair and to make sure that it's healthy. Because I love seeing healthy hair. I love seeing people with beautiful, shiny hair. I love seeing people with beautiful curls and it just looks moisturized and your ends are trimmed. And it just, just looks good. It looks, it looks and it feels good. And your scalp feels good and you feel free. And the best feeling is, as a woman, for me, not having to think about my hair. So, ways to have healthy hair. One, learn what type of hair you have, that that's important. Not every product is gonna work on your hair. Just because this product works for your best friend doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. I have two children. Yes, their dads are different, but um, their hair is completely different. Anya has like um, thick, curly hair, um, the fine curls. It's uh, very wavy sometimes. And then sometimes you could comb it out into like a big afro and it's very beautiful. Um, I like it any type of way, but that's her type of hair. Then you have Ari on the other hand with her hair is curly at the ends, but for the majority of it is very straight and lightweight and thin and kind of like my mom. So, you just have to learn what products work with their hair. So I'm always going through different products because both of my girls have different types of hair. Number two, learn what kind of products or routines work best for your hair. The best routine that works best for my kids' hair is washing um, their hair every... Well, I wash Anya's hair every five days. Um, I'll wash her hair um, and deep condition it because her hair is thick. So I don't use a lot of like water-based um, conditioners in her hair because her hair can get dry. I make sure her ends are trimmed. And with Ari, I could wash Ari's hair every other night and it's not going to get dry. I don't really have to use a lot of oils in Ari's hair because it's completely different. My hair, I use a Palmer's Hair Success growth treatment. It's not greasy. It's not um, just overly oily. It's just very moisturizing. It makes my hair feel soft. And my mom's been using that on my hair since, since forever. And it does help grow your hair very fast. Um, so I use it on my hair and I use it on the girl's hair. Uh, the third thing you could do is use a clarifying shampoo. Personally, a sulfate-free shampoo. Less chemicals 
makes your hair feel lightweight and um, healthy. Fourth thing is scalp massage. You can get something for your scalp to massage your scalp, or you can just do it with your hands. At DOS, when it was in Lenox in Atlanta, I had a hairdresser. It was a guy. When I tell you, when you have a man to wash your hair, that was the best feeling ever. So I would always go to him, and he would put my hair in rods, and that's how I would like to get my hair done. Not straighten when my hair was long. I would get it done in rods, and he would wash my hair. Ooh, ooh, felt so good. So massage your scalp. Oil your scalp with, like, vitamin E. Not a lot, just a little bit, but oil your scalp with vitamin E, and it's going to help produce good follicles to have healthier hair. The fifth thing you can do is use a natural bristle brush in your hair. I've used plenty of brushes, and it's irritating when you use a brush where the little parts keep coming out in your hair, or it really just doesn't make your hair feel good, or it's really not brushing everything. So make sure you find the brush for you. Number six, eat healthy foods with omega-3s. Omega-3s can be found in certain vegetables, definitely fish. And if you don't want to eat those things, you can take a supplement vitamin that has omega-3s, but that's going to help your hair grow. Number seven, try a glossing conditioner, or you can try an organ oil or hmm, grapeseed oil or olive oil. Um, there's lots of things you can try that are natural. Number eight, curly hair. You want to use a leave-in conditioner. I have a leave-in conditioner for Anya's hair because her hair is curly. Um, for Ari... I don't have to, but I probably deep condition her hair like every five days. Um, and trim your split ends. A lot of people are so scared to cut their hair, but on the other spectrum, they're wondering why their hair doesn't grow. Because you don't trim your ends. You know, your hair goes through so many changes, and in the winter, it gets dry, and you have to change your regimen. You have to change your products. And in the spring and the summer, it changes into something else because you're doing different activities. You might be going to the pool more, going to the beach more, or being out in the sun more, or sweating more. So you have to change your products and you need to trim your ends. If you trim your ends, your hair is going to grow a lot faster and it'll be a lot healthier and it's going to look way better when you straighten it, or when you curl it, or when you get it braided. It's just going to lay different. So those are the ways to have healthy hair. Say what? products do I like to use on hair I like to use again the Palmer's hair success growth treatment they have good shampoos like the olive oil shampoo and the conditioner um, and you can use the Palmer's hair success growth treatment as a deep conditioner before you go ahead and wash your hair too if you want to um argan oil is good jehovah oil is good jehovah oil jehovah i always always mess that up um sulfate free shampoos are good for your hair um if your scalp is dry always try to look for a shampoo that's sulfate free with peppermint in there that's good for that as i am products are so good for your hair and it smells so 
good, but they're so expensive. But I guarantee you that it's worth it. Like their avocado um, shampoo or conditioner, my God, it makes your hair feel so soft and it looks so shiny, but it's very expensive. So when you buy it, hold on to it. Um, you definitely, if you drop that in the shower, you're definitely going to have that cry where you see all your conditioner go down the drain and you got to remind yourself how much that cost. Um, the main choice daily hairdressing cream, it's like a butter. It's really good on the hair. I like it. I definitely like to use a carrot oil on my daughter's hair because it makes it soft and feel conditioned and their curls just look really moisturized. Um, actually, um, on Arya's hair, because it's a little bit thinner and lightweight, I'll use like a hair mayonnaise on her hair. You can deep condition it, condition with it too. Um, but for the most part, that's mainly what I use on their hair. And to go ahead and lay down their hair, um, especially for Anya, because it's a bit thicker, I use a olive oil eco gel. But that's about it. I hope you guys found this episode informative, something you can use, something you can think about, and just don't let people box you in when it comes to your hair. Your hair is yours. Wear it how you like. If you do want to, you know, have treatments um, specific to hair coloring or straightening your hair or dyeing your hair, that's on you. But I'm just saying... There's a way for us to take care of all of our hair, no matter if it's wavy, curly, kinky, or straight, in a healthy way. My name is Shan, and thank you for listening to Cozy Moon Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of cozy moon podcast my name is shan and if you have any questions please feel free to email me at cozy at gmail.com if you want to share your thoughts please leave a review on itunes and if you want to just go ahead and leave a voicemail and have it added to one of these episodes please leave a voicemail on anchor.fm i really post when I feel the urge to share. So on here, I'm not going to tell you a specific day or a time. Just look for it when it pops up. Be great. Bye. 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 Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.